The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Cloaked in secrecy, they show up without warning. State their business, then vanish as quickly as they appear. Are you ready for the sex girls? Not that I believe in it, but mm-hmm. I can see that. But I, these guys are dumb freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. I'm not even tricking you today, Dave. No, I saw you push I the button. I started recording. You can't get nothing past old Dave. No, no. <laughs> Dave, Dave, you're the sharp one now. Yeah, yeah. The tables have turned. I, that's calling, I'm calling myself the sharp one Yeah, yeah. up until this point, and that's wrong. The tables turned last time, last week. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I just tapped out. I was, well. <laughs> so you take it from here, buddy. Well, and so, okay. So the way we were sitting, we had to face the audience. So you were all the way to the stage stage right. Uh-huh. Stage left. I'm going to get that wrong every time. I think it's stage left. Well, you were on one end, uh-huh. and then it was me. It was James, Deb, and uh, Dave Waite. And so I was looking at them the whole time. Uh-huh. So I couldn't see what you were doing to my left. <laughs> So I was trying to give my attention to the guests, and all, all of a sudden, just, I guess just just to my left, you got fucking drank your tits off over it's there. That monkey shoulder, man. Some mm-hmm. Paul brought us some monkey shoulder whiskey. Yeah, and uh, boy, where'd that go? You finished that off? Uh, no, I got it. I we got put, it. We put that in your backpack and sent you yeah. off into the big bad city after that one. <laughs> all right, Dave, you be safe out there now. Man, it happened quick. <laughs> I just, know. Fast acting to acting. We were fine, and all of a sudden your neck would be like, whoa, yeah, what about it? I'm like, what happened? Yeah, I don't know. Got stepdad mm. drunk in a matter of a half hour. It happens. There. What are you well, going to do? Well, how are you? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? I'm out of my mind right now. Yeah, you've been up all night. You've been on planes, trains, automobiles. I've been, uh, about, yeah. I, well, I, I, does airplane sleep count? Because I did, I like, I mean, I woke up a couple times briefly but like i hard like hard drool sleep mm. on the plane i can't sleep on airplanes i mean i want to but i don't let myself because i don't know if i've told you this and it happens mostly on airplanes when i try to doze off whenever i sleep in public when i first start to doze off i whimper i'll catch myself i'll be like 30 seconds into it i'll go <laughs> <laughs> that plane would be grounded yeah. immediately. Yeah, it's creepy. This I'm guys transforming. Yeah, it's too weird of a noise to come out of this stupid head. <laughs> but yeah, so I really try to pre- prevent myself from sleeping. I did it the other day, flying back from Seattle, and just a little, just started to doze off, and I went, hmm, and caught I've, myself. I, I've had the look where people, like, where you wake up, I'm like, oh, I was snoring, wasn't I? They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, I can't. <laughs> Can't get mad at somebody for that. Sleeps, and I would normally like I can relax, close my eyes, listen to a thing. But this was I, you know, I was up for a day. Yeah. So I was like, now you're going to bed, and my little blow up pillow, my hood over, and I'd like hard, like just drool, like woke up with a wet face, mm. face push. I'm like, all right, the old wet face. And then the guy, and then the guy knew me. I was in a window seat. And really? I was like, hey, bag full of pancakes. I was like, ah, I was like frothy, <laughs> spitting my beard, like, like I'm the one making criticisms about people's airplane behavior. And I'm That's just funny. Sitting there, passed out with half a chub for no reason. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the tables have turned now. Like a bag from the store. The watcher became the watchee. That's funny, man. Yeah, and sometimes I'll do the just the one big snore. You know, I'll just start to doze off, and then there's just... Yeah. And that can, do you, I can hear myself snore now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, you're snoring. I'm like, yeah, but I'm asleep. Yeah, but you can hear yourself snoring right yeah. now. So is that really cool? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I try not to sleep on airplanes. but uh, <laughs> Well, it was uncontrollable for me. It mm. might be uncontrollable right now. Yeah. Because I'm out of my mind. And uh, let's, yeah, so we, we're back from the road. Yeah. Where are you coming back from? Providence? I was in, yeah, I was in Hamden, Connecticut, Providence, Rhode Island, and uh, and uh, Northampton, Massachusetts. So big thanks to the folks that came out. Got <clears throat> gifts. Yeah, man. You don't have to do the gifts, you guys. No, but we For appreciate Dave, them. Dave, give Dave the food. You don't have to give <laughs> me the food. But we got a bottle of moonshine from uh, Joe, wow. Tanya, and Josh. Hell yeah. I think that was in, that was in uh, Hamden. In uh, Providence, Got Matt these. gave us some wood burned coasters with Very a Sasquatch cool. and an alien on them. Very cool, dope. like little little wooden discs. Yeah. I mean that's what a coaster is, but uh, nice uh, gray alien and a nice Sasquatch. Scott Bosco gave me a, a, a home brew in Hamden. Gave me a, a bottle of his home brew beer. Huh? How was yeah. that? Well, I don't like. <laughs> I, I'm well. not a fan of. Homebrew beer. Yeah, me neither. I'm I appreciate sure it was, the effort. You know what? I bet it was good. Uh-huh. I did try to drink it. Mm-hmm. What'd I it drank some like? of it. I drank like half it of it. It tastes like au jus. No, if it was au jus, I would have drank it. No, I just, like the home, the craft beer thing. I seriously, I, I wonder, you know what it is? Is it like those magic eye posters where people are like, oh, see, it's a sailboat. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. Or is it just some sort of Stockholm syndrome where nobody wants to be the one? Or like, what's what's the metaphor I'm looking for? Is it Emperor's New Clothes thing? Nobody wants to be the one to be like, this is really. I don't know. Like, why? It, it, it tastes like a dare, <laughs> but still very nice. Yeah, Scott Bosco, he's a comic. There he is. I I feel bad saying it. It was a nice gesture. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't help it that you... I still was drinking. I was sitting in bed drinking it. Yeah. It's a nice gesture. It's not your fault. It sucks. It didn't... You know what? Maybe... (laughs) But that's the thing. Like, But but that's the part of maturity. It's like, just because I don't like it doesn't mean it sucks. Like, I try not to be so hardline and negative, but there's certain things where, like, I'll try them Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And I just, like, I can't... I can't wrap my head around why... Hmm. This is what people enjoy. Yeah, I I, I don't know what I'm missing. I'm maybe I'm not refined. You know, I think about that as well because when it comes to food, I feel like I do have a maybe very these, these two fart party ghost hunters aren't refined. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. I feel like I have a refined palate when it comes to food, and I've always wondered what my problem is when it comes to craft beer. Like, what am I not getting? And I've had, trust me, I've I've had plenty of it. But it all like it's the IPA stuff. It's the hoppy stuff. It's just it tastes like it's got fertilizer in it. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, it tastes like plant food. Yeah. No thanks. Like somebody already chewed some almonds and gave it to you. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm still just either way. The, domestic. I, the gesture was very nice, and I very nice. I, I appreciate it. Now I feel mean. No, that's okay. No, it's, probably a great comic. Though. Yeah. Probably a great stand-up. Yeah. All right. Well, and that was a. Uh, I did that, and there was a bunch of nice folks, and mm-hmm. worked with my pal Ray Harrington. Oh yeah, who's a fucking crusher. Really, it's a crusher. Where'd uh, where'd you work with him In at? Providence. Providence. He's a Providence he's got, guy. Yeah, Providence guy. He's got a documentary out called uh, "How to Be a Man" on Hulu. Ooh, nice a documentary about. Because uh, he didn't have a father growing up, so he kind of just went around doing, figuring out what he should do because he didn't have a dad. Like, all right, how do I how do I be a man? Because I got a kid coming. Ray Harrington sounds like an alias. 
It does sound – yeah, it does sound like a – Like a new identity, like he's in the witness protection Hi, I'm program. Ray Harrington. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Sh- you sure you're not uh, Mickey Carbonza? No, I'm Ray Harrington. Mickey Carbonza. Yeah. There was a uh, – well, I didn't realize Providence is like a super mob town. Mm-hmm. I kept – I would walk home from the club and everybody in that town, you're walking? <sighs> I'm like, why is it dangerous? Like, well, we don't know. We just, nobody walks here. I'm like, well, we'll just go walk. It was like nobody night through a nice park. Here. Oh, that's. I walked funny. a lot. It was, it was pretty nice to walk through New England, especially last night in Hamden, or uh, in uh, uh, God damn it, Northampton, uh-huh. like Massachusetts, where every every house looks like the Amityville Horror House. Yeah, already everything's haunted, and it was like a warm night, and I was just I was listening to. Uh, not to plug other podcasts, but it's called. There's a podcast called Spooked on WNYC that was really good, huh. and it's perfect for uh, for your Halloween time ghost story stuff. And I was listening to that while I was walking, and then I'm walking by a graveyard, and I had to take one of the earbuds out. Like, I can't cut off one of my senses if shit's going on. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, that's a good rule of thumb, just in general, when you're out walking with your earbuds. Yeah, at night and everything. But then, but then I did. Then I was looking at one house, uh, and I'm oh, there you go. Start the mower on mm-hmm. that one. I start. I saw. So I'm looking at one house, and uh, I didn't. I didn't even have the headphones at this point. And I'm looking at. They had some weird flag in the window, so it's like it was like backwards. So I was trying to read it backwards, and I turn around. There's a guy right there on the sidewalk at night, and I just like just like oh shit like. Man, like when you realize, like, oh, I think I'll be calm in situations. I'll handle it. It's like I'm not. I'm such a panicky baby. Yeah. Like if we went out and saw something, how do you think you would really react? Saw if what? If you really saw a Bigfoot, like oh, what? Like being shit my pants. Tru- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Truly honest with yourself. Out of excitement, not out of fear. But do you like? Do you? I don't know what I would do. Like you, I, you hear all these. Ghost stories about people that encounter spirits or things happening. I I just I'd barf on myself. Like I wouldn't handle it. I think I'm too dumb to be afraid. I stalk bobcats and coyotes. I don't care. It's not a macho thing. It's just huh, come here. I won't see that. All right, come here, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to catch a coyote one day. Go out there with a can of cat food. Put it on my chest. Fall mm-hmm. asleep in yeah. the woods. Okay. Oh, but yeah. Oh, if I saw if I saw a squatch. Oh man. I'd, I would definitely run towards it. I would really? sacrifice my life in a heartbeat. Well, that's the way I want to die, is getting ripped apart by a Sasquatch. What if Sasquatch is peaceful and doesn't want... Like, now you the thing you love the most, you gave so much guilt because it thought you were attacking him, and then he killed you. And you're like, I just wanted to love you closer. And then the, the, one of the only real Sasquatches is also heartbroken now. What if you did that to the Squatch? Well, I don't know. What if you broke Squatch's heart, Dave? <laughs> I'm more and more, more and more. I'm starting to buy into this idea of like portals, hmm. and I think that's where they're from. Oh yeah, yeah. I like a good portal. I think that I think that's where a lot of these things are coming from. I think there's multiple dimensions that things are skipping between. Hmm. I got no science about it. I was watching something the other night. I was like, yeah, I like that one. That that's the most scientific thing that I can't understand that would explain how something could be around and then not be around all of a sudden. Hmm. That's true. Speaking of squatch, I was up in Squatch Country. Yeah, you were in yeah, Seattle. I was up in up in the Pacific Northwest, man. Seattle. Good weekend up at Laughs Comedy Club. 
lot of, a lot of boogers coming out to the shows. Yeah. Felt uh, they're felt calling good. themselves that now. Yeah, that felt, wasn't me. That was you. You called them. Yeah, boogers. I feel better. Like I'm a booger. I'm like I. Wait, I you should feel better. About met yourself. a lot of cool boogers. Um, met a guy named Paul and his uh, sister Rachel. Uh, here's an interesting. Uh, anecdote a good microcosm of the level of fame i'm starting to approach and i've always hated that word i hate oh i hate to hear a comic talk about famous fame. dave I, and i'm not famous but this you're gonna the, be the next famous dave <laughs> outside of the shitty barbecue place this really cracked me up this this happened a few times maybe only once or twice before where like uh, okay hanging out with a guy named paul good dude and he's a big fan of the podcast and he goes hey man I hate to put you on the spot. Feel free to say no. But my sister is also a big fan. She's a big fan of you, big fan of the podcast. She couldn't make it tonight. Do you mind if we do a quick Facebook Live and you just say hello to her? And I was like, eh, sure. Yeah. I, I was flattered. It's like, wow, somebody actually gives a shit enough about me to do this. I was yeah. like, oh, sure, man. So we're standing out in the bar and then sure he dials up, you know, whatever he does with the Facebook Live or the Skype or whatever. And he's. <laughs> He's, uh, his sister's name was Rachel, and he's like, Rachel, look who, look who I'm here with. And he points yeah. the camera at me, and she just looks like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't register. He's like, it's your favorite podcast. She's like, what are you doing? Who is that? <laughs> well, the po- podcast is an audio format. I know, you know, but it was funny. It was like that that juxtaposition of like, oh, I'm quote-unquote famous enough to where maybe one person wants to Facebook Live me to their sister, but then in the next beat, she's like, who the fuck's this idiot? Well, wasn't that, what was the, uh, was it a, was it a Wayne's World or where like the, the disc jockey's name was like Handsome Ray or something and they get there and it was uh, Harry Shearer. Yes. Who it was like a little squirrely <laughs> shitty guy. <clears throat> like you, you, there was whole times where you never knew what any radio oh, yeah. personality looked like. Well, that's, that voice would be like this yeah. super cool rocking celebrity and then you like go to some event and see him live and you're like, yikes. And, oh, no. Yeah. It's called uh, Face for Radio. Yeah, you got a face for radio. Oh, you're like Meaning, the sultry gals. Yo, oh, I've I've met several of those. I used to work in radio, as you know, and uh, there was many a times where I'd I'd join a new station or whatever, and the first you know few days I'd listen to other other shows on that station, and like, oh, the the night girl sounds you know Melanie yeah. sounds hot, yeah. you know, and then two days later I meet Melanie. I'm like, oh, hey, and I'm sorry that I shouldn't use a female example. There's plenty of but, wretched but dudes as well. Voices. Yeah, yeah, had a real sultry voice, and then you're. Like, oh boy, she looks like a truck driver. That's an old trope. Yeah, of like all the phone sex operators are just the housewives home, yeah. ironing clothes and feeding the kids. Are like, yeah, let me see your hot, sexy big dick. <laughs> you know, that's that's the old trope. Oh man, back when audio could get you off <laughs> phone sex, just give me the audio. Do you think we're gonna regress back towards that? Like we're getting over, no pun intended, overstimulated with everything now that. Uh, you know, I don't know. That might be a refreshing change of pace. I was just thinking. You know what? I <clears throat> I read on Twitter today. Joe Mandy summed up how shitty Twitter was, and that he's leaving Twitter. I saw that, <clears throat> and I was like, and I was like, yeah, no, this is this is a sentiment that I've had forever. I you know took it off my phone, so I can only go on when I'm at my computer. If I'm at my computer, it's not like I'm sitting around bored. Like I'm yeah. at my computer, for, I can easily close that and go and do anything yeah. else. And uh, I. I wonder if more people will take that note and just start backing away from, like, oh, this is all just gross. I'm going to go out in the world. 
Like I wonder if that's there was oh there was something else of, of the same thing. Like if 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 there'll be some sort of retaliation against everything, you know, the idea that you could sit with your virtual reality goggles on experiencing whatever you want in the world without having to leave and then you're just going to have a drone deliver your food and necessities mm-hmm. to your house and you could just be this gelatinous that's like the matrix type thing where eventually you do become the battery that the machines just use like oh no we're serving you it's like no the robots are building their own world yeah and you're just this pod person being like uh boobs and pizza boobs and pizza and you just stay there and you're immobile and like yes keep giving us the money and that will will although i don't know why robots would need money hmm yeah, what's the commerce that robots, that AI would work on once they Ooh, don't need people? That's a good question. Is it, is it, like, how, why would they <sighs> to give them purposes? That's that Coca-Cola we're drinking. Jeez, give you the belt. Sorry the about that. Good Lord. Like I pulled something on that one. Yeah, that one sounded like you mm. cracked your neck with it. That's a good question, though. What, is, what, what does a robot what, – what's, what do they need? Is it just – Like once they can start creating their own robots – and solving their own problems, <clears throat> what is it on the ground level, on the human level, that they would still require human beings for in order to, you know, keep keep going? I have no idea. I but think it, maybe they won't, and that's why we're all doomed. Is it? Is it? You know what it is? Maybe it's like the the the, the reason we use bloodhounds or something. Use a dog to like, go out in the woods and find the person, like something that's going to maneuver around and do all that, like just as pure animal. Hmm. Like clean this stuff. I'm not going to build a robot to clean something. You clean it. Yeah. Who knows? Like the, like the robots will get sick. I mean, the things that we did that we got sick of having people do, we built robots to do their jobs, and the robots will not want to bite make other robots to do it. I don't want to make a robot to clean my robot house. Just get one of these people to do it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're all going to be enslaved. So, can I rant about something, man? Yeah, buddy. All right. <sighs> Go on. Look, it starts with a huff. Yeah, it started with a huff. All right. I've all right. In my twenties, I went through that phase of um, anti-corporate, anti not necessarily anti-capitalism, but like definitely anti-greed, anti-materialism. Sure, sure. And I've even made this statement. I've I'm not materialistic at all. However, it's very easy to be unmaterialistic when you're broke as shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's easy to take a stance. <laughs> but, I don't uh, want it anyway. One thing I've always hated <laughs> is just the con- – like I understand the need for advertising. We have advertisers on this show, and I appreciate yeah. that. But just this – and it's, it seems in the last few years there's been more of this. Maybe it's always been this way. Maybe I'm just now noticing it. But advertisers – and marketing people tugging at your heartstrings to sell you their oh, product. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I hate that. I don't mind. Hey, you like cheeseburgers? We got cheeseburgers. Here's where you go get cheeseburgers. Yeah, I don't mind that. You know, hey, you need a car? We sell cars. Come on down. But manipulating but, your emotions. Oh, this manipulation. Yeah. This sentimental, just ugh. I, I hate connecting like emotions with with commerce Mm -hmm. it's just to me it's so disgusting and there's been one campaign that's been going on for maybe a couple of years now and i hear them a lot on the radio and occasionally they'll have tv uh, commercials but it's the honda the helpful honda days i don't know if you've heard these they're big on the radio where like janice smith 
son needed new basketball sneakers, but she couldn't afford them. So we bought her son new basketball sneakers as part of Honda Helpful Honda Days. And we can also help you get into a new Accord at only 2.9%. Like, they do these charitable acts. And then, you know, it's like, look how, what a, what a sweet, kind well, corporation yeah. we are. Is it charity when you have to tell people you're doing Exactly, charity? exactly. And it has nothing to do with the product they're selling. And they do that on purpose to be like, look, this has nothing to do with cars. But yeah. out of the goodness of our heart, we, we took this single mom and bought her family a brand new swimming pool for the helpful Honda days. Blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, those have been going on for a while. Yeah. I saw the worst one I've ever seen the other day. It's a new one, and it's it's a TV ad, and it's a gymnasium filled with physically disabled people. Yeah, and they're all in wheelchairs, and they're playing this cool game. At first, you're like, "Oh, this looks cool." They've got these; they're all obviously in wheelchairs, but for the purpose, of, they're playing this sport where they're like in these beefed up. Wheelchairs, these oh, yeah. fast motorized wheelchairs that have like this little cage at the bottom, and they're basically mm-hmm. playing like wheelchair soccer. And they're zooming around, and they'll they'll turn their wheelchair real oh, fast yeah, to hit the ball, and yeah, you know, so they're like doing that. this, yeah. and you don't know what the commercial is at first. You think yeah. it's like a some sort of charity or some sort of you know, I don't know, some yeah, sort yeah. of organization. And then there's this one girl, this one disabled lady who doesn't have a fancy sports wheelchair so and here comes the voiceover it, it helpful honda days we contacted the glendale disabled persons community blah 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 and we bought so and so a brand new sports ball wheelchair and then it shows her now she's out there playing and this severely physically disabled woman is finally getting to play the sports ball game and now she's happy and thank you honda and then we could also help you get into a brand new just fuck you how dare you exploit disabled people for the purpose of your stupid marketing campaign i mean where's the shame well I've been saying that where's the shame for a long time. Like part of me is wondering like, all right, if they're – what's – is it better that if their desire to sell cars <laughs> leads them to doing charitable acts and not showing the fuck up about it, but then they're doing charitable acts, is that better or worse than if they were just like, buy our cars, they're good cars? Like – you know what I'm saying? Like, that would be honest advertising. But still, as a result of what they're doing, there's some charitable acts going on. <clears throat> you don't have to buy a Honda. Yeah. But somebody got something out of it. And I get that. And good for them. But I, we all know oh, they're no, I, doing it for the purpose. They're doing that just so they can say they did it. And, hey, please buy our cars. Rarely have I seen advertising that's not, you know, sleazy in one way or another. But, I mean, like the best ones, when those Skittles ads that came out, they were just, like, weird and silly and almost, like, late-night like Ahmed oh, yeah. is in one of those. Is he? Yeah. He's in a couple, I think. And, see, those are the ones that are like, yeah, that's just dumb and silly and yeah. you made me laugh. All right, good yeah, job. I like that type and of stuff. And that's the stuff people talk about. Like, oh, I saw this funny commercial. You got it. I mean, you, you played me on a different way. Mm-hmm. You played you played my demo exactly. Like, you see these weird ads that are so funny, and they're, like, really weird and esoteric. Like, oh, you played me. The same way you would play a grandmother about, like, oh, you know, like you're somebody else. Instead of the heartstrings, yeah. they just played the different part of you. Mm-hmm. 
You know? Because somebody, you know. But that doesn't seem as sleazy to me. You're still getting played. It's still advertising. But you're also not exploiting that's, disabled people. It's the old, uh, it's, it's the old Bill Hicks bit about like where he's like, if you're in advertising, kill yourself. Which I don't, you don't get to use that punchline anymore. Yeah. Kill yourself. If you're this person, kill yourself. Yeah. That's not a punchline. Yeah. You just gave up on writing a joke, by the way. You didn't write, you just didn't write a joke. And you think that's the end all be all. You know what the modern version of that is? The 2017 version of that what? same device is uh, such and such is a great movie. Fight me. That's been on Twitter. Everybody's punchline is fight me. Here's an opinion you probably don't agree with. Fight me. Oh, taking the opposite stance. Fight me. Okay. I'll fight you over Star Wars. Dave's going to fight you. (laughs) But, yeah, that's the same device that they're now using. But I don't know, man. That one just – that was the grossest one I've seen. You know, like – No, they're all sleazy. I mean, how many are – you know, especially when it's not – like if if it is – I'm not going to deny that some major corporation – like I, I get like, yeah, fight the fucking man. Capitalism's gross and blah, blah, blah. There still can be some companies that like have – like I don't know about a giant global auto manufacturer. But there's some companies that they might have a cause close like, oh, they donate to veterans or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so if that's something you're using in your advertising, you'd be like, part of all our proceeds go to these charities. So if you, you know, you got a choice to make where you're going to shop for a thing. You buy it here, some of the stuff's going to go to this Well, charity. that's even different if part of the proceeds are going to that rather than just, yeah. hey, we did an isolated thing just to look how – Charitable we are, and by the way, buy our new well, product. Well, I mean, this could be its own episode as like subversive marketing mm-hmm. and how they're just going to like – well, that's what we were talking about before, how like they're just listening on your devices. Mm-hmm. Like is that – now what's worse? Honda going like, we got a wheelchair for somebody or somebody else going, we're listening to you through the robots and we're going to advertise to you in your dreams. Like that's <laughs> – it's all a pretty uh, – it's a pretty scummy way to go. Yeah, it really is. And just oh, but that was a, they've had dozens of these for the last couple of years. And uh, you know, we, we go to England, they don't have the billboard. Like they have ordinance against how many billboards can be put up in a city. It's like, oh, really? Oh, that's beautiful. That's awesome. As opposed to just every like nature interrupted every half mile. I like that. So I, I get it. I get it. I'm just I'm taking the opposite mm-hmm. stand. Not, not even. I understand. There was one today that I saw that I thought was pretty, like, schmaltzy. And especially when they use the troops. Like, oh, it's, you can't. When you just use the troops for a thing. Oh, jeez. Like, it seems so, so exploitive, like. Like some kid throwing paper airplanes. Like the sentiment was there. It was like a kid, like oh my, like looking at a map. Like oh my dad's that direction in Afghanistan. So he's like writing messages on paper airplanes and throw them over the fence. And the neighbor picks him up and he's reading them. And he's like oh, so he puts them all in a box and you see him mailing it. And so then he gets a box back from the dad that's overseas and gives it to the kid. And the kid opens it up and the, it was an ad for like. Uh, stationary, Ugh. like the importance of paper products. <laughs> like why? Wow. Why not just make it about oil? Why not just make it about petroleum? Uh, yeah, that's that one's 
the old standby man, the troops. When in yeah. doubt, the same thing as a hack comic. Just give it up for the troops. Of course, people are going to clap. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, don't get me started on the troops. I mean, <laughs> just I, I don't have time to go into it right now. No, and, and yeah, nobody's going to misconstrue this as anti-troops. Yeah, no, not anti-troops. What about the troops? Nobody's anti-troops. We're anti the reason you're sending troops. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's what it is. And just they're fighting for our freedom. That really is everything about our freedom. Were they were they in Vietnam fighting for our freedom? Yeah, that's what everybody mm-hmm. that's what everybody thinks. I mean, it's just just like the thing now with the NFL and the the pledge. Oh, man, it's I like took, I took all the news apps, but one off my phone. I took Twitter off my phone. Uh, I feel bad that I'm not as like caught up and realize how bad the fires in Northern California were. <sighs> but like all that other stuff, I'm like, oh man, I just instead of waking up and looking at that shit in the morning and having it taint my worldview from the beginning of the day. I'm like, I wake up and I don't look at it. I'm like, oh, the thing that I was going to look at isn't there. Yeah. Just get out of bed. Yeah, that that whole thing's been driving me nuts. It's just the yeah. the complete lack of empathy of like, I, I'm not even going to put myself in these guys' shoes for one second. Nope. Uh-uh. They nail for the flag. Uh-uh. No good. Yeah. No. Nope. This country's best country. They're like, millionaires. They're millionaires. Think, just think for a second why they might be doing that. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the pledge or patriotism. And also, yeah, and also tell me how many of them are millionaires because they came from privilege. Yeah, exactly. Tell me, tell me how many of them came from millionaire families, and that's what set them up to be a pro baller. Yeah. No, it's because they probably came from fucking nothing, and that was their one way out. Absolutely. <clears throat> but let the guy who did come from millions of dollars his whole life tell him that it's wrong. Yeah. I just love all the rules, like, oh, you can't disrespect the flag. And then you see how every different way that the flag's disrespected and, like, wearing it as clothing and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do? Get mad about it here? I don't know. We had fun weekends telling jokes. Fun weekends. Uh, weekend before, I went and saw Sturgill Simpson again over here at the Old Greek. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was fun. So got, that old Sturge. Got the old Sturge. Got the old backstage access thanks to yeah. old B-dubs, Billy Wayne, hooking it up. But, uh, yeah, man, stripped down to a four-piece now and just – Did he have, like, a big band before? Yeah, he had uh, – he had a three-piece horn section. He had a second guitarist. So uh, all those guys are gone. I don't know the details of that, but now it's just a four-piece. And dude, it, it was like it was like watching Zeppelin, like just four dudes yeah. up there just ripping it. Like obviously his roots are in country, but man, when he wants to crank up that freight train full of beef stew, man, it was <laughs> it was something special. It was something special. Just just a four-piece rock band just up there. Slapping it around. I should have gone. I forgot what I got. I fell out. I fell out last weekend. Oh, it was good times. <laughs> well, let, do, good to be back in the groove, though. Do you want to talk about uh, stuff? Yeah, man. You were kind of touching on it with uh, them, them being Big Brother, watching us and listening to us and stuff. And uh, this is a suggestion that uh, many listeners have uh, thrown our way in recent months, and finally I got around to sinking my teeth into it. But uh, what do you know about the Black Knight satellite? You know about this thing? Uh, just from when you told me the other day, and I looked it up. Black Knight satellite's a satellite that's been orbiting Earth 
Now, I've been doing a lot of research in the last couple of hours, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I keep coming across uh, – people think it's 13,000 years old. I, I've yet to come across an explanation as to why. But regardless yeah. of that, it's they think it's this satellite that's been orbiting Earth for at the very least 60 years because they first detected it back in the 50s. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just. But the thing is, nobody claims ownership. Uh, the U.S. government's like, uh, we don't know what that is. Uh, Russia, China, no one's claimed ownership. It's just this, this, and we're not even sure it's a satellite. But people think it probably is a satellite. Yeah, I just uh, thought somebody thought it was like a like a thermal blanket. Yeah, that's NASA's explanation. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, NASA, of course, always has a has some sort of. Uh, <laughs> Justification for anything like that, but there, apparently there's about a hundred thousand satellites orbiting the Earth, uh, space junk, high tech probes, all kinds of crap. But um, this one is is they think it's extraterrestrial. Uh, it's been circling the planet for a long time, uh, even before the launch of Sputnik, which I guess was the first man made satellite satellite that was uh, sent up there, and. Um, they're calling it the Black Knight satellite. Um, they think NASA's been covering it up for 60 years. And uh, one of the little traits of it is most man-made satellites, they orbit in, orbit in prograde uh, due to the ease of fuel efficiency. I think that's – it's going kind of – I think that means it's going with the rotation of everything up there. This one is in retrograde. It's going in the opposite direction, which wouldn't be – a wouldn't be a natural maneuver for a man-made I never man -made was like Mercury's in retrograde, and I was like, I don't know what. Yeah, I never quite understood what that meant either. But uh, a lot of people adhere to that. Like when Mer when Mercury's in retrograde, I don't know what it, that, yeah. it changes. It's kind of like tell me when Mercury's in Gatorade. That's what I'll worry, huh? <laughs> Come on, guys. But uh, a lot of folks think it's an alien satellite monitoring our planet. Yeah, I mean that's interesting. Well. If it, okay, well then why? If they got a satellite, why are they just like? Then why are they visiting and crashing shit? You think it's a, like an alien satellite from thirteen thousand years ago? That's how old they think it is. Thirteen thousand years old. Yeah, there's a lot of reports saying it's thirteen. Who, who, who? How? How? I have no idea. This Don't is know. one of those ones where I started reading about. It, I'm like. Man, a lot of speculation. Like, yeah, probably 13,000 years old. <laughs> Fucking what? Who? I, I, I don't... I don't think that's too odd of an idea that the aliens might just plop something out. But I don't think it'd be 13... I think it'd be like eight years old, and they just dropped it in with the other 2,000 fucking things floating around. Like, let me, let's just sneak this one in there. Let's just sneak this one in. Oh, what? what what's that? Oh, no, never mind, never mind. Like sneaking on a train without a ticket, like that's crowded. They, they can't check. <laughs> they, can't they can't check everybody. everybody. <laughs> uh, I don't know who. Like, I'm looking at. I'm on a website right now called Stuff in Space, and it's uh -huh. S T U F F I N dot space S P A C E. And you can click on it. Look at this, Dave. You can you can go, and it's showing you the orbit of every satellite. Oh wow! That is going. It's pretty neat to see. How, it's got the real time every uh, every satellite that's in orbit around the Earth. How many does it say you're up there it right now? It does not say. Uh, let's see. How many G uh, Here's GPS. Holy shit. This is a cool website. Galileo. And, and, you know, I don't understand it too much. 
what's going on with the uh, yeah I don't understand this website uh, <laughs> but it's neat to, it's pretty neat to look at yeah but I yeah I guess but then you're saying that they have to use our technology to monitor us you know what I'm saying that's mm-hmm. like saying what if the uh, what if the aliens are uh, tapping our phone lines like well they're aliens is that my computer Sounds like it's got a noisy computer. Huh. You ever see it like it's like it's like huffing and puffing? <laughs> you know, like computers huffing and puffing too much. Take it easy, man. Come on, what what do you what do you got going on? You need, <laughs> you know, you need an inhaler. But why, it's like why do they need our technology? Well, they need our they need to know what we're doing if they're gonna overtake us. But if there are like I'm already giving aliens the benefit of a doubt that they could like, use telekinesis. Like aliens can come to Earth and blend in with us and read our minds, but also they need something up there next to the fucking HBO satellite to make sure. We're well, maybe that's how they they learn how to come down here and blend in. Maybe they that satellites. Remember, that was from that was Explorers. You remember the movie? I Explorers? do remember that one. Yeah. What like what a silly fun movie for a kid, but also what a hilarious idea. Because they only learn about American, like they only learn about Earth culture from television satellites. From television <laughs> satellites—that's such a great idea. Yeah. Well, oh. I mean, we talked about that before with the concept of the Men in Black. Yeah. You know about how they come down, but like they're kind of disguising themselves, but they're not really getting it right. You know, it's just wear yeah. wear a hat and yeah, wear, what, wear a black suit. What if this is think, what humans do? Yeah, we think all aliens look like the ones that crash, but those are just the dumbest ones. Like, well, there's just way better aliens, but it's the dumb ones that crash. And that was the whole thing with Explorers, that they were the kids, too. The whole yeah. time, the time like, oh, you're just the kids of the real aliens? <laughs> you know, oh, man. Websites tiring up my computer. Well, the f- first real um, reference to the Black Knight satellite begins with, uh, is it Nikola Tesla? Nikolai? Nikola? It's old, old Tesla. Nick. You know, you old Nick. Nicky Tesla. Um, back in 1899... It said that uh, he picked up a repeating radio signal. He was uh, he was kind of the forefront. I think maybe even the inventor of like pulsars, yeah, radio signals and all that stuff. Yeah, the whole thing like Edison stole it mm-hmm. from him. Yeah, and he believed that this repeating radio signal was coming from space, and uh, he said so publicly at a conference. And then later in the 1920s, amateur ham radio operators they started to receive the same signal. So next thing we know, we got scientists in Norway. They start experimenting with uh, short wave transmissions, and uh, they've been they started picking up what's called LDEs, long delay echoes, where they, like it's kind of a call and response, yeah. but the response is like several seconds later. Now, like once a year, somebody be like, "There's radio waves we can't explain mm-hmm. out there," and they think it's just. Oh. Then in '54, two new newspapers, the St. Louis Dispatch and the uh, San Francisco Examiner, they reported an announcement from the U.S. Air Force that two satellites were found orbiting the Earth at the time when no country yet had the ability to launch them. And it appeared the Black Knight had been detected by multiple lines of evidence, and it was confirmed by the U.S. Air Force. So that's kind of the basic timeline. And then you go fast forward to 1960, uh, the Soviets and the U.S., they're both, uh, you know, they're, they're racing to get uh, the first one up there. They're hemming and hawing. Yeah. And um, 
they were like, well, shit, that's, you know, Russia's like, that's not ours. And U.S. is like, that's not ours either. So uh, everybody was speculating on what the hell is going on up there. Then the U.S. Navy, they get involved. Uh, they're detecting enemy spy satellites that nobody can identify. And uh, it was described as a dark, tumbling object. And uh, there's pictures of it, too. Have you seen this thing? Yeah. Just, if you just Google it, it it's, there's no real point of reference. So you can't quite tell how large it is. They think it's about 10 tons. So that would be roughly the size of an automobile. Um, it doesn't. Lo- it just looks like a piece of garbage. <laughs> doesn't look good. No, there's there's details to it. No, doesn't look like a piece of garbage. What it, look it looks like, like a shit? bobsled. No, it looks, looks like, like a, a fucking burrito wrap. Looks like a a Pinewood Derby car, painted black. Not at all. <laughs> Not, Not at all. It <laughs> looks like a floating piece of trash. <laughs> oh man! Nineteen sixty. Uh, let's see here. Secretary of the Air Force Dudley Sharp told a newspaper that uh, this new mysterious object was probably the second casing from the Discoverer VIII. I, I'm terrible with Roman numerals. Which one is it? Discoverer V and then three I's. Eight. Eight. V's okay. a five. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, the, the twin of the known piece they were already tracking said it was the right size, the right place. It was soon confirmed by Time Magazine. They even uh, call it space junk. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find uh, NASA's explanation of this thing. Uh, of course, NASA always has. They said it's a blanket, the thermal yeah. blanket. Yeah, they said it's a thermal blanket. But it doesn't look like a blanket to me. Well, which picture are you looking at? Uh, they're all the same. From It's all kind of the same. Which one of these doesn't look like a piece of garbage? Which one? Which one of these pictures doesn't look like a piece of trash floating in space? No, nah, that doesn't. It looks like a thing. <laughs> It looks like a constructed thing. Yeah, it's a thing, Kyle. <sighs> 1963, while orbiting the Earth, astronaut Gordon Cooper, he reported seeing a glowing green light ahead of his Mercury 9 module. He reported this to the Australian Space Command. They started to track it. Oddly enough, Cooper returned to Earth. He was not allowed to talk about the light. The Australian Space Command? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> like a fucking one guy with a Cessna. Oh, oh look at that there. Massive space jump. Massive flavor. <laughs> oh, Cooper returned to Earth. Shite. He was not allowed to talk about the light. Uh this is this was uh, this was the military's explanation. They reported that uh, he suffered hallucina- hallucinations from an excess of carbon dioxide in his cabin. Despite NASA's attempt to explain what Cooper saw with a more mundane explanation, he continued throughout his life to divulge stories about his multiple detailed experiences with UFOs and other explained unexplained phenomena. But, yeah, they were like, nah, this dude had hallucinations because uh, he got too much carbon dioxide in his, in yeah, his face. Yeah, I mean. I don't believe that at all. That's a pretty lame cover-up there. Hey, he was hallucinating. The Australian was? No, NASA. That's what NASA, NASA said, that Gordon Cooper, this astronaut, that he was hallucinating, and that's, and that's why he saw that thing. 
I got well. I wonder what like to be one of the first astronauts and just this machinery. Yeah. Like how tweaked out? Like just like to prepare somebody mentally for something that nobody's done before. Yeah. To go up there and you're seeing stuff and you're coming up with all kinds of stuff. Just I'm just as much as I hate the phrase "devil's advocate" right now for the sake of argument. <laughs> what's, the, what's the line in the joke? Uh, oh, you know what we need <laughs> more more dickheads. Yeah, just more. Yeah, it was just you were just you're part of a completely reasonable conversation. You need to be a contrarian asshole for no reason. Anyway, but I'm trying to think. Like, put yourself in the position of like, all right, we're gonna go like true. Unknown frontier shit. Now think about any time on Earth, like the first person going into the depths of the ocean. Yeah. To even comprehend what you're seeing, even if it is something that could be easily explained later on, you have no idea. This is a brand new. You're like a baby. You're just a baby, mm-hmm. and here's the world now. And you're like, I don't know. That's a shape and a color, and that's a shape and a color, and I don't know what any of it is. The longer you live, the more you start categorizing. Everything goes into a category. The older you get, the more experience you have. Everything can go into a category. And these are the things that pop up that can't go into a category right away because you've never experienced them before. So you're in space and there's a weird thing or you see lights, like, fuck, got to be aliens. Like, no, there might be a category for it. You just don't know it yet. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Very sleep deprived. No, no, I get it. I get what you're saying. But that is a sad way is that you do like it is kind of a bummer that the you know the more you're around the more you compartmentalize and categorize everything you see. Yeah. Oh, that's that type of person. Oh, that's that thing. That's a threat. That's not a threat. Yeah. And it, it it's hard to not do that right away. Which is I think why the ideas that we like here Bigfoot and alien and everything because there's no category yet. For yeah. Like Absolutely. what happens it's going to be sad when 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 the reason is discovered or the category is found. That is true. I've thought a lot about that. It's going to be a bummer. It's going to be fascinating and joyous at first for me to be like, I told y'all I was right. But then once that fizzles out, it's like, okay, so now it's just another another piece of science. The world's a little more boring. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's a little more uninteresting now because we had to go and figure it out. (laughs) Although I don't think we'll get to that point. At least not with outer space that we'll just have it figured out. No, I don't think we'll ever. But have this it is a out. piece of garbage. No, you mean <laughs> literally or metaphorically? Both. <laughs> this is a piece of garbage. <laughs> no, listen. I don't know why Looks this like an is old rag. No, around. I don't know why this is this concept is so hard to believe. All right, all right. Uh, assuming you're the type of person who does believe in the possibility of aliens and UFOs. Which I think I don't know what the percentages are now. I don't. I don't know if they've done polls, but you would think most open-minded, intelligent people would at least entertain the possibility that we're not alone in this universe, right? I'm with you on okay. that. I think this thing's bullshit. If no. it's two thousand satellites Why? up there, then just go look at it. If we can just put satellites up there, like just fucking jizzing them right up in the atmosphere. Well, there are pictures Why not of go- it. There's one picture. No, there's there's multiple pictures of it. You're just not searching. Why can't enough. they just go get it? Well, okay, that's a good question. My point is, if we if if you entertain the concept that yes, there could be aliens and UFOs, then why is it so hard to believe that they those UFO those aliens have positioned a satellite to orbit the Earth just to kind of monitor us? Why is because, that so crazy? Because like we got two thousand 
other satellites up there that we did, and they snuck one in. That's like being on a 405 at rush hour, and there's a UFO next to you. Like, just go, then go look at that UFO. It's right there. It's right there. Go look at it. It's right there. I don't know if There's it's all that this easy. mystery, and this one's just fucking f- circling around us. <laughs> I don't know the exact uh, procedures on how you just go look at a satellite, but uh, I'm sure they've thought but about it. But if they're tracking it, mm-hmm. it's in orbit. Orbits are predictable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a thing. Take of, it from me. Okay. I know nothing about space. That's an interesting point. They do say that this thing doesn't have it, – it, it, its movement is somewhat unpredictable. It's not moving in a predictable pattern the way most satellites do. It changes course. It changes directions. And they, they, they think it has intelligence, that it's or acting it's and reacting. garbage in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> it's trash uh, blown around in some American uh, beauty type way. <laughs> and we're the fucking idiots with the video camera. That everything's beautiful. Getting a hard on over oh, some garbage that, floating around. That goober with his beanie. Oh, I'm brooding. You're just trying to get laid. Shut up. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if it's all right, so it's got an unpredictable orbit. There's a video. Uh, there's a YouTube clip. Um, God, I don't. I forgot the name of it. But can we cut, can we cut Nostradamus out of everything? <laughs> Look at this Nostradamus. Mankind will discover objects in space. Sent to us by the Watchers. You could just make up anything and be like, Nostradamus. (laughs) God's a burrito, and the only evidence will be the wrapper that floats around our orb. Nostradamus. Um, What was I about to say? Oh, there's a video taken, I believe, in 2015 in Jacksonville, Florida. Of this exact same looking thing, um, has it came down? It was it was in the sky. There's a there's a video of some some dude took of a alleged UFO, and upon further review, that UFO looks exactly like your pieces of garbage there. So they think that maybe it broke off from orbit and came down to visit and get a closer look. There's a YouTube video mm-hmm. from Florida. Yeah, if you do uh, Florida Black Knight. Yeah, try that. That's just all. It's just where to get illegal copies of Martin Lawrence movie. <laughs> Run tell that. Run tell that. <laughs> all right, I'm going to watch I'm going to watch this. Did you find it? I found something. It looks exactly like the same pictures that you were calling garbage. This is from two years ago, uh-huh. August seventh, two thousand fifteen. Why is my? You know, my internet's really taking a shit here. I think that's a conspiracy. I think they made it slow on purpose. Come on, dumb thing. Let's go. Secure team already. Already. Why they 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 never want themselves to be believable. What's wrong with Secure Team? It's so much disinformation. I've seen some of their videos. They seem to All right, seem to be knowing what they're doing. Speed it up. Let's go. Does it have DJ music? This seems like the, like a video's DJ. True. Does this thing move or is it just trash hanging from this power line? <laughs> Tell me that doesn't look the, it's the exact same shape. Look at the power. It's garbage hanging from a power line. No, it's the same shape. 
It's the same thing. Yeah, garbage looks like garbage, no, Dave. No. No, man. I'll, cr- I'll crumple up a paper bag and make it look like this. Does it fly or just sits there? It's hovering. My dick, it's hovering. It, it, yes, it is. This is. You don't think that looks like the thing that you're seeing on the other photos? I believe I've, I've seen Jesus in tortillas that have been more. Convincing. Ah, you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm gonna this thing that's not moving. That looks like a fucking old bug caught in a spider web, dangling from a power line outside of this Jamoke's window. And I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Not, nobody's. Nobody who's ever seen a UFO has ever had a decent camera. This is 2015, and you're still going to give me blurry trash? No. No. Fucking no. The most recent, most... Why is it called Black Knight? Uh, that had, that's some reference to uh, a military thing. <clears throat> yeah. Most recent, most cited evidence for the mysterious satellite from beyond the date of 98. That's when some of these other pictures were taken. From the ISS. Uh, the crew of Space Shuttle Orbiter Endeavor, they photographed an unusual object in low Earth orbit. These images are often labeled as the most definite proof of the satellite. However, on more careful analysis, this strange structure seems more like a piece of space debris. Yes. Hmm. If, of all the shit of nuclear threat and everything, and we have something that's in an orbit that we can tell, we wouldn't have blown it out of the sky? Hmm. If it was a threat, yeah. we wouldn't have removed it That's a in good. the effort of global preservation. That's, uh, kind of contradicted my point on that one. I should have, <laughs> should have read this one through a little more. Uh, well, let's see here. Do you want to talk about these pretzel chips that you brought? Because oh, I think this is space trash. I, I don't, I, I don't. I think you're being pretty narrow-minded on this one, Kyle. Well, it's kind of my role. <laughs> Uh, before we talk about the sp- uh, only one picture of of Black Knight, there's only one. No, there's more. You're just not looking. I'm looking at two right now. Two. Find me a third picture of this thing. Uh, I will. Just give me a second. Oh. Just calm down. <laughs> you just calm it on down there, Kyle. Let's see here. No, it's all thermal blanket. I don't even know what a thermal blanket is. But this looks like a thermal blanket. <laughs> I just think it's like one of those survival thing, those, those silver survival blanket. Thermal blanket. Totally. Anyway, sorry, Dave. Sorry I didn't buy this one. That's okay, buddy. I want to. I want to be into it. Mm-hmm. You know me. I'm just. I, but I want better proof. Okay. My, 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 sadly, the more we've looked into stuff, the narrower my acceptance has become. All evidence aside, or lack thereof, in yeah. your opinion, you can't entertain the possibility of an alien satellite uh, orbiting the Earth for the purpose of uh, gathering data and intel on us? But then you're giving aliens, you're, you're limiting aliens by, te- by saying they, they're using our technology to monitor us. I think they're more advanced than we are. Our technology would, being a satellite? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, how do we, but uh, we like, don't know what type of satellite. It could be some, it could not even be a satellite, but it could be something that is gathering like pet, intel. It's like a pedophile dressing up as a referee for a, <laughs> 
Pee Wee soccer game. You know, it's like, fuck, no, we know you don't belong here. It's the shittiest disguise. We know these are our two referees. Who the fuck are you? We know what satellites are up there. We're got we're watching them, and then they're just gonna sneak one in. Like, hey guys, what's going on? Nah, nah, nah. I'm just part of the gang. No, we fucking got your number. I think they're smarter than that. But you don't know what type of satellite it is. You don't know what information they're collecting. They could. It could be anything. Just the concept of it being up there, looking down on us for the purpose of gathering info. It, they I, could be, it could be I, I a know. temperature thing. It could be a radio wave thing. It could be whatever. It could be any but number if, of things. If their whole thing is about being undetected by us. Who says that's their thing? I'll swallow my drink next time. <laughs> oh, if it wasn't, then they'd just be hanging out with us. Yeah, but why is everything else we talk about? It's the UFO cover up. It's not UFOs. Look at aliens kicking it at the pool. No, but I'm saying like we definitely there's hundreds of videos and pictures of UFOs. This would be like a UFO landing safely at LAX. Mm-hmm. Is, is to me is the equivalent of like them being like, oh look, this this is uh, just another satellite. It'd be like them landing like, hey guys, uh, no. No, look, we we painted uh, the Delta thing on the We're back just, of the UFO. It's just a just an airplane Delta flight coming in. Don't mind us. Nothing to see here. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like that's what this is the equivalent of to, uh, to be. Like they're just slipping in. Like, hey guys. Oh man, especially if it's thirteen thousand years old. Yeah, I don't know where they came up with that. Yeah, that's just pulled out of somebody's ass. If that, you know what? If that was the case, if it was there for thirteen thousand years. And then it just, they abandon it, you know, as this ancient civilization of aliens, some ancient aliens that put it up there, and then they just forgot about it, they just ditched it. That's a concept I'd entertain. Hmm. But even if that's the case, why wouldn't we have eliminated that immediately? With As soon as we went into space and there's a threat in the, in the height of the the space race with the Russians and everything, and then the Reagan Star Wars shit about trying to shoot down missiles from space and everything they were trying, that wouldn't be one of the first things to go? Hmm. That's that's my argument. Okay. So I've entertained it, okay. and that's how I've weaseled my way out of it being a reality. All right. So well. I would think they would have a better way to monitor. Yeah, but still. Okay. Okay, we'll put it in the but still category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, can I rant about something else real quick? What do you want to rant about, Dave? Pub cheese? <sighs> no, I'll talk about that in a minute. All right. Let me say this. Anybody at any time can reach out to me. Pub send cheese. Me, send me a message. Send me an email. Whatever. I try to respond to everybody. I welcome it. I'm flattered get, that you give a shit. Get mad at somebody else again for yeah. trying to be trying to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. This guy wasn't trying to talk to me. He didn't know who I was. Didn't care who I was. Some dipshit on Facebook Messenger <laughs> yesterday. Some fucking dipshit just sends me a little uh, link to his new video. His new something. Yeah. No, he wasn't even a friend. Like he was one of those that you have to accept the message because yeah. he's not a Facebook I, friend. Just trying to get it out there. And I just, just, but no, hey, how you doing? My name's yeah. Mike. This is my thing. If you get a chance, I'd love for you to blah, blah, blah. Just just a link. Just no message, just a link. And I yeah. go, 
And then I respond, you're not going to introduce yourself? Mm-hmm. And then he goes, how are you, Mr. Stone? I do comedy in L.A. and Chicago. And I said, uh, d- have we met? And he goes, he says something. He didn't even answer that. He just he started talking about he does comedy, blah, blah, blah. And I go, well, maybe open with that rather than just spamming a guy you've never yeah. met who also happens to be a comedian. Yeah. And then he got pissed and he goes, well, I don't know why you got to throw that in my face. I'm just trying to support the comedy community. And I go, what? you're trying – you're spamming a guy you've what never – What was the video? It was just some comedy clip, some oh, uh, like it? like a web series type oh, thing. Okay. But n- here's my point, all right? If you, if, if you don't know me, I don't know you. First of all, don't, I, don't send me your shit. You know? But if you're going to, at least, hey, Dave, we've never met, but I know you're a comedian. I'm a comedian. Yeah. I got a new thing. I thought maybe you'd like it. Check it out if you like it. That's okay. If if you gotta spam me, at least do that. I get I get shit like this once a week. Just yeah. blink. Here's the thing. Who the fuck are you? Introduce yourself. It's people it, going for numbers, going for exposure. Fuck you. I don't agree with it either. But I just I just delete it. Learn some crazy. fucking etiquette. Learn some online etiquette. Well, don't just spam. Don't, at least put one sentence. Tell me who the fuck you are. Rarely have I seen something where somebody's willingness to hustle matches talent. Absolutely, that's the problem. And that it's is unfortunate. It's like the funniest people are the ones who are disgusted by that kind of pimping yourself yeah. out, and the ones with no shame and willing to pimp themselves. Zero out. shame. The talent is rarely – rarely do they embody both things. Sometimes people do. But there's just a level of tact. You know what it is? We're also old. I think you know somebody in their 20s like, just send it out. Just get it out there. doesn't matter. Just Fuck send off. it out there. Fuck off. Yeah, I, but I just delete it. I just don't, I just, don't I give don't. them the satisfaction. Could you imagine in a million years you ever doing that, even when you were coming up? I didn't have the capabilities of it. Coming up, I mean, I was 22. It was 18 years ago. Yeah, like I, don't, I didn't like the only way to do it was like, no, you do, you go to a show, mm-hmm. you be the best person on the show you're doing. Yeah, maybe try that. That's that was my hustle. <laughs> maybe let your act speak for itself. That was my hustle. Like every show I'm on, I don't care who's there. I got to try and be the best person on the show. I, I a lot of times I folded on myself or didn't. Like, that, and then I wake up the next day like, what are you doing? Why did you move to L.A. if you're not going to try? If you're going to go to show and just get too fucked up and not do a good job, like, no. And so I would have to, like, keep readjusting myself. But that's what's that, – that's – just do – just be good at it. Not some people I realize think, like, oh, here's a great set. Let me send a clip to somebody. But, you know, we're not managers. We're not I'm not agents. managers. I'm not anybody. And if you're going to at least – have some decency to it. In one sentence, hey, man, here's who I am. I got this other yeah. dipshit out of Chicago. I won't name his name. Never met him. Never done it. Never, don't know who the fuck he is. Well, these people give some, Somehow he got my email. He emails me once a week in his spam. Hey, come see me at the Laugh Factory. Fuck you. Wait, wait tell me. I'll, I mean, I'll tell you his name. You don't have to Last, say, Okay. Just like our, I'll tell you. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on, pause it. Do you know? <laughs> yes. 
Did you not? I paused it for the name, and then you told me the name, and now we're back on. Okay. And fucking yeah. Yeah, that fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> and, and I emailed him back that, one time. I uh, said, hey, man, uh, how'd you get my email? Yeah. And he goes, what does it matter? Yeah. And I go, yeah. I said, man, I'm literally friends or acquaintances with a thousand comedians. You're the only one who spams the, me and sends me his the, shit. He, for the longest time, that has been a huge inside treat for all Chicago yeah. comics. Yeah, way to go, was dude. As soon as you get that, was to look at how poorly designed and yeah. misspelled yep. and ridiculous his flyers were. He would, and then we would just be like in a in a, a, a chat group, just like going off about how hilariously bad his promotions. What are. a moron! Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, and he, he gave me, he got mad at me. He's like, "Well, all you gotta do is delete it." It's like all you gotta do is not s- take me off your fucking list. Yeah. I didn't give you my email. Oh, yeah. We've never met. I, I don't know how you got my email. I hadn't heard from him in like fuck you three years, and I just got a message like, "Yo, man, let me feature for you." That guy said that. Yeah, yo, man, let me. I was like, for I was you. like, hey, good to hear from you too. He's no, he's a he's a is he is he is he is there a problem with him mentally? No, he's just kind of a joke. Some people are so stupid where I I'm like, oh shit! Before I respond, this guy may have an affliction. In the lore of Chicago, he's uh, hey man, let me feature for you. He's he's a real he's a recurring character in a lot of the Chicago. He was around when I was around, and he's uh, that's almost as bad as hey man, watch my clip. Uh, yeah, man, I only do that to people whose comedy I've seen and people I've met. Why you got to be such a dick? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just a dick. Well, hey, man, watch my clip. Watch my video. Give me notes. Guy I've never met. People revere you now, Dave. Yeah, Maybe not after me. this whole little spat. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm the most approachable dude. Just Really? I am. Dude, I, I'm an approachable dude. But just do it the right way. And I'm not even creating these weird parameters, these hoops you got to jump through. Just don't be an idiot. Put forth a little effort, a little thought, before you just flap your gums to somebody you've never met. You heard it from Dave. Don't flap your gums, Adam. All right, that's enough of me. Recipe for this week, Kyle. <laughs> I, brought, I brought it in. Yeah, I, I worked I, hard. I, I made this one home. A little... For a little treat here. You know my affinity for my own pimento cheese. Yeah. I can't believe I've lived on this earth 40 years and was not made aware of the existence of pub cheese. It's kind of the, it's similar, right? It's similar to pimento cheese. It's just – but it, there's no – it's not been doctored up. There's no pimento no. or spices or anything. Uh, to my knowledge, it's just – spre- It's cheese spread. It's cheese spread. It's whipped. It's yeah. like a whipped – like uh, a fluffy whipped cheese spread. Like when, uh, like when, uh, f- like when they have a cream cheese spread. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a cheese. It's like a cheese ch- flavored a cheddar cheese. cheese. It's this one's sharp cheddar. The the brand is President, and it's a sharp cheddar pub cheese. And then it just says spreadable cheese. Yeah. And uh, my girlfriend turned me onto this. Mm-hmm. She she knows she knows what I, I like. I don't think I ever knew it was called pub cheese. Yeah, it's called but pub I've had cheese. It forever, yeah. And it comes in a little container. This is an eight ounce container, like a kind of like uh, what um, uh, butter or or um, cream cheese would come in. Just a little little bowl, plastic bowl with a lid. And uh, I got a hold of some of this the other day, and then coupled paired. Are you familiar with pretzel chips? It's a pretzel yeah. that's 
that's thin. It's a thin a pretzel. Life, lifeless pretzel. Yeah, it's a, and uh, this is the everything, as in like everything bagel. It's got all the, the poppy seeds and the salt and the sesame seeds or whatever on there. But you take your pretzel chip and dip it into this pub cheese, and you're going to have a good time. That's my recipe this week. Pretzel <laughs> chips and pub cheese. Don't send me your fucking clips. The recipe is get some snacks for yourself, fuck faces. Anyway, I'm an approachable guy. I am. If you don't understand what I'm saying, then, then I do. I'm busting your balls. I'm, no, I'm just saying. Like I know some. There's trust me. There's two or three people out there that think I'm a real big asshole. But hey, maybe you brought that on just, yourself. Just two or three. Okay. But no, I'm recently <laughs> recent encounters that I've had with these I'm doofuses. Fuck, I'm fucking with you. But uh, no, send me whatever. But just if you I think the point is like if you want to compliment me and kiss my ass, then by all means. Well, but don't ask me to do anything for you. That's no. also knowing how to hustle. Butter somebody up a little bit and you'll get far. And I just like look at my thing. Look yeah. at my thing like if you're going to hustle, at least try to be good at hustling. You're yeah. probably bad at comedy if you're worried more about the hustle. Well, then at least try and be good at the hustle. Well, and I know this is a mistake in in uh, uh, in a way of thinking that you know act online as you would in real life. I know that that doesn't yeah. apply anymore. But imagine you're walking down the sidewalk yeah. and you've never met me, and I just come up to you with a book that I wrote, and I don't even say anything. I just shove it in your hands and go read this. I've almost excuse bought, me. Like, who are you? I'm not a hip hop guy, but I've almost bought like when people are selling mixtapes off of somebody who's just like. Man, probably not your type of music, but I think you're gonna dig this. I'm like, I, I just like, I like your style, man. Yeah, I love being sold shit. I'm like, I don't. I, well, no, I don't like it. But there's once when somebody's doing it well, and they're like, "Listen, I'm bullshitting you right now." Yeah, let me bullshit you for for a minute. I'm like, I'll at least entertain it. All right. Yeah. Like, you know that I know, and I know that you know. So let's do a little dance. Yeah. And when it's done well, it usually works on me. Yeah. Not when it's like the. Listen, this is a product that's going to advance you. You're going to meet women because of this. You're gonna be, I don't believe that shit, but when yeah. somebody's like, man, listen, I know you. There's part of you in there that likes hip hop. Yeah. I know there is, man. Come on, look. Ah, maybe listen. All right, listen to it a little bit. We had a guy like that in Atlanta yeah. in Little Five Points that would always, he was peddling his CDs, yeah. and he'd always say, Excuse me, sir, do you like hip hop music? Yeah. He would say it real over enunciated, Excuse me, sir, do you like hip hop music? <laughs> and one time I was walking, I was like, Does it sound like Slayer? And I caught him off guard. He didn't have an answer. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, if you're going to hustle me, put some effort yeah. into it. Yeah, put some effort, man. And just have some tact. It was, it was that, 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 that boy, like, I was watching that movie Boiler Room where the guy, like, he, you know, it's all about hustling stocks. But then the guy calls yeah. him to sell newspapers. And he's like, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't want it. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, man, that was your pitch. Do it again. Come on, man. Try, try better. Yeah, fucking flatter me a little bit. Yeah. Ugh. Just All disgusted right. by that. But, yeah, anyway, to recap, pub cheese and pretzel chips. You don't even have to make them. Yeah. This is this pretzel chip, the brand is call this a recipe. This is snack just a factory. Su- suggestion. It's a recipe for a good time. Oh, Jesus Tell Christ. You. Like, <laughs> not, not, getting any, not getting any Patreon followers off of this episode. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, patreon.com speaking slash, of which. slash Boogie Monster, the, uh, the, the episode two of Dave's Kitchen is now up. Uh, beer braised baby back ribs, yeah. Ooh. So get on that if you haven't. Uh, All the bees haven't checked that out yet. I make a big old rack of ribs. BBBBBR. Very simple. So I also uh, in the same video, I, I make a homemade barbecue sauce and my homemade uh, pork rub. It's a five so, hour long. Film. So yeah. So get on that. 
Patreon.com slash Boogie Monster. Um, do a comic of the week real quick? Sure. Man, um, this is an old buddy of mine, and uh, I saw him at Red Clay Comedy Festival mm-hmm. uh, at the Earl and just absolutely destroyed and uh, so funny. Started out, in, I believe, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now he's out of New York City. Have you met Paul Hooper? No, I don't think I have. Paul Hooper is a straight-up killer. Yeah? You know, I'm always ranting and raving about it. I, 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 don't, I don't have time for anything but killers when it comes to comedy. He needs some killers. He's a killer, man. Paul Hooper, uh, spelled like it sounds, been around for years, probably yeah. pushing 20 years now, I would imagine, in yeah. the game. When I first started working the road as a feature, I worked for a real shitbag of a uh, – <laughs> Of a booker, yeah. a, 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 a chain of clubs that just, to this day, just sucks balls. And, uh, Can you talk? They, they just sucked real bad. And, uh, and, you know, I don't like to shit on other comics, like, but didn't have, didn't have good taste in booking headliners or features. I mean, you know, they, they worked me. But, uh, Paul was, was one of the big headliners when I was coming up through them. And yeah. he was like the one that everybody was like, all right, see, they're not all bad because they booked Paul and Paul's a killer. Okay. But, uh, Paul is so damn good. He's, he put out a bunch of stuff. I think most recently, it's been a few years, he's got an album out called Tense and Uncomfortable. And uh, but yeah, look up Paul Hooper. I'm sure he's got a bunch of shit on YouTube, and uh, always on the road. He's playing clubs all over the country. So uh, check out Paul Hooper. Just he's got that Southern charm. He's a Southern dude, mm-hmm. and he's got that um, I don't know, just that Southern charm of like maybe he speaks uh, half a beat slower than than most people, and myself included yeah. in that. But like as Patterson Hood said, uh, just because uh, just he thinks I ain't got a lick of sense because I, I talk slow and my money's spent. Uh, you know, just just don't let the southern accent fool you. Paul Hooper, he's a he's a yeah. he's a beast and uh, just very original shit. And uh, just just a guy who has chops. chops. Watching him at Red Clay, I was just like, that's a dude who knows what get, the hell he's doing. Get some chops. I love chops too, because especially in a day and age of like, you know, we live out here and so and so's got buzz and so and so's got heat. That's all fine and dandy, but do you got some fucking chops? Yeah. Can you go up in front of a room full of strangers and blow the roof off? A lot of stand up tourists. Yep. And uh Paul is not one of those. He's the real deal. So Paul Hooper, comic of the week. Check him out. All right. You got you want to plug anything? You doing anything? Uh nothing till uh, December. I'll talk about that later. I got a December's a ways off. Two or three week tour coming up in December, but uh, tickets are going on sale soon, so we'll talk about that later. We might be selling some Boogie Monster shirts. Right, yeah. But we haven't figured it out yet. (laughs) We don't know how to do online commerce. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're working it out. (laughs) Anything to plug? Nope. Nope? You're in town for a while? Yep. Yeah. Well, not in town, but I'm just doing... Gotta go to the desert over Halloween, get weird. Get weird. Technically, I'm leaving tomorrow for Utah. Oh yeah, what you doing there? Crash a jeep. Oh right, right. You going jeeping? Yeah, yeah. Going, going. Get weird out in the middle of nowhere. So right yeah, on, but that's not a plug. Don't meet me out there. I don't want to see you. Take some pictures. Yeah, I'll take a photo. Orvidal got a drone. Did he? Yeah, he got. Orvidal's great. Orvidal's like Brewster's millions. <laughs> Is he just trying to get rid of it? Like every time I see him, I'm like what are you what? When he lived over here, we go to his house, and he does. He has a daughter. Yeah, that I don't know if she's like nine or ten, but it's like basically, it's like, do you live here, or is it just two children <laughs> whose parents aren't coming home ever? It's just like video game wires and Legos. It's awesome. I've been to his place back when he was living in Denver, and there yeah. was a lot of Star Wars memorabilia we were the one and stuff. Here. Yeah, that was where we were at the one. Super oh yeah, Bowl and I've been there. Yeah, the new one. You were wearing lipstick, and I threw a sausage in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. metaphors. It was all stuff that was literal. Yeah, it happens sometimes. All right, Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Boogie Monster.
Thank you.